hey, it's going to be a great year. We're, we're on the brink of a brand new, not only a year, we're on the brink of a brand new decade. Did you realize, realize that? 2020. And we're going to be starting a new, every pastor in America is just starting a new series, and you'll never guess what it's called. Vision 2020. In every church in America, we got Vision 2020. So if, if you, you know, connected with another church too, you'll probably get something in the mail that tells them, hey, we got a new series going, Vision 2020. You go, wow, man, where'd this come from? Who came up with this? Everyone, everyone's doing it, okay? And so we don't want to be any different. We're, we're not only starting a brand new year, we're starting a brand new decade, and we're going to be laying out some vision for you. Uh, coming, got some exciting things happen. All right, we got a brand new building that we're big, we we will be moving into in 2020. Okay, and uh, uh, 2811 Rock Quarry Road. And so a lot of people have been telling me we've been driving by the building, we've been checking it out, we've been looking at it. And so if you hadn't haven't had an opportunity to do that, I challenge you go over there and uh, get out of your car and, and go and walk through the building and you say, well, there's some no trespassing signs. That's cool. Just don't steal anything and there won't be a problem, okay? And uh, <laughs> so it, it'll be great. and You can see what's happening uh, there, 2811 Rock Quay Road. Genesis chapter 3, verses 8 and 9, the Bible says this. And when the cool evening breezes were blowing, the man and his wife, Adam and Eve, heard the Lord God walking about in the garden. So they hid themselves from the Lord among the trees. And then the Lord God called to Adam. He said, where are you? I'm going to talk to you for just a few moments today about taking a personal inventory. Here we are. We're at the end of another year. And, and every year, uh, businesses at the end of the year, uh, they take an inventory of, of all of their assets. They, they take an inventory of all of their stock. They take an inventory of their financial records. They begin to prepare they, from this inventory, from this, this list, if you will, of, of, of revenues and, and, and expenses and all these things. They put together a package of financial statements and they that give them a, a capsulized look at the company. There's an inventory that's taken so they can report to the owners and stock, stockholders and also to the IRS. And so this inventory causes the business to be able to evaluate themselves and to evaluate their performance. Now, most people, how many of you guys want to get to the next level? Okay, I, I think most people want to get to the next level. There's a desire to do things uh, better than we've ever than we've ever done before. Okay, there's there's a there's a there's a a push on the inside of us to do it, do things better, to be more successful, to be more productive, and to learn better methods so that we can move forward. And so we're learning and we're growing. If we're gonna, if we're gonna move forward, we've got to learn. If we're gonna move forward, we've got to grow. You cannot stay where you're at right now. We have got to be moving forward and growing. If you have known Jesus Christ for more than one week, you should be moving forward. If you've been a Christian for more than a year, you should be moving forward. 
If you've known him for five years or 10 years, there should be a place where you can see that there is movement and there is growth that is happening in your life. And I'll also say this, you are responsible for your own personal growth in your life. The pastor's not responsible. The teachers aren't responsible. You are responsible for your own growth. I had someone who told me not long ago, they said, well, you know, I'm too lazy to read the Bible, so I'm just depending on the pastor to tell me everything that I need to hear and everything that I need to know. That's a dangerous place to be in. But rather, we need to be learning and growing and moving forward in God and, 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 and becoming better than we've ever been before so that we can do things and, and be more productive. Now, back in the day, I'll start with a little funny story, a little joke. I have to tell people that I'm telling jokes, okay? Because if I don't tell people I'm, I'm telling a joke, they just kind of look at me like, you know, they think that we're, gonna get, we're getting real super-duper serious. I, I, I've got a, I got a precursor to this. I've got to say this is a joke, okay? So it is a joke. It's intended to make you smile. Hopefully you'll laugh, but if nothing else, just smile and say, Pastor, that's just ridiculous, okay? But anyway, uh, back in the day, if a man followed all of his wife's orders and wishes and demands, people would say that man was henpecked. And so, have you ever heard that statement before? I know it's very old-fashioned, henpecked, okay? To listen and to do everything that your wife tells you to do and to follow her orders exactly and explicitly. Well, there's a man who died and went to heaven. And whenever, and now, I, I, I don't exactly know how, to, how it's going to happen whenever we, we, we pass from this earth and we begin to, you know, go into the presence. I don't know how that's going to happen, but, but this is just a story, okay? And so it's probably not theologi exactly theologically correct. I'm sure it's not. But anyway, a man died. He went to heaven and whenever he got there, he noticed that there were two doors that led into heaven. One door had a sign that read, Henpeck men, please stand in this line. And he noticed in this line, there is at least 10 million men standing in this line. Okay? There's guys everywhere. They're lined up. He's saying it's going to take a long time for a guy to get through that line. There's another line that says, non-Henpeck guys in this line. And there's one little bitty scrawny guy standing in that line. So he thought, well, this is crazy. So he went over to the guy, little scrawny guy, little skinny guy. He said, why in the world are you the only guy standing in this line? He said, because my wife told me to stand here, okay? <laughs> There's some folks, and they're at a particular point in their life, they don't even know why they're there, okay? They don't know the rhyme or the reason for the place that they're at right now. But if you and I want to get better, if you and I are going to increase, if you and I are going to grow, we have got to admit where we're at right now. You can fool me, okay? And people find out I'm a pastor and they tell me all kinds of spiritual things because they think that's what I want to hear, okay? But if you want to get better, if you want to grow, if you want to progress in life and in God, then you've got to admit where you are, not just to the pastor, but you've got to admit where you are to yourself. And be honest, because God knows all things and he sees all things. In our scripture reading today, we have the story of Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden. And this is right after Adam and Eve had eaten the forbidden fruit. God told them not to, he told them they could have everything else but to stay away from this tree. tree. 
And God knew that they had already eaten the forbidden fruit. He knew that they had already sinned. And he knew exactly where they were. And so God came down at one particular time during the cool of the day to fellowship with Adam and Eve as was his custom. And God wanted Adam and Eve to admit where they were. You see, God wanted Adam and Eve to be honest with him. And he wanted them to be honest with himself. He wanted them to take an inventory of where they were and what they had done and what their steps were to get to the point of guilt and shame that they were in. If you and I are going to get better, all right, if you and I are going to grow, if you and I are going to progress, we've got to admit where we're at right now. Where Now today we're right at the end of 2019, all right? And God wants us, wants us to admit where we are today. And if we hope for better results in the future, then we've got to figure out where we are. There's some of us in 2019, we start out with some New Year's resolutions, okay, in 2019. I don't know, maybe it was to lose some weight. Maybe it was to get a better job, okay. Last, last year, Jesse got his brand new job, okay, and we, we took off for Florida a couple of days. We took off for Florida like the Sunday after church, okay? Because, you know, as a pastor, bless God, we don't want to miss a Sunday, so we leave at noon, 1230 on, on that day. And we head to Florida, and I told Jesse, I said, Jesse, the new guy, the guy with the new job pays for the whole vacation. <laughs> and Jesse said, I'm a little strapped for cash right now. I'll have to take a rain check. So, Jesse, we didn't plan that trip this year, but we got it written down somewhere, okay? The new guy, <laughs> the guy with the big paying job pays for the trip. You, you might have began 2019 with some ideas of where you wanted to go, with some goals, with some objectives for your faith, for your family, for your finances. And this is the time we're at the end of the year. We're evaluating our progress. There's an opportunity for growth in every season of your life. 2019 was a time of growth. It was a time of becoming. And some of you might say, wow, 2019 was really a great year for me because I got married, I got a job, I had a child, uh, Things. We, we bought a home, things really became great for me. I graduated from college. I graduated from a trade school. Uh, I started a business. 2019 was really great and amazing for me. I found Jesus Christ as my Savior. I served other people, or I, I found a place at Life Rock Church where I could serve faithfully. And 2019 has been a great time for me because I have been serving. Let me put a little commercial in here right now. Every one of you ought to be serving somewhere at Life Rock Church. Okay, And next year, throughout the year, we're going to have some like team meetings and stuff like that. You need to find a place come in 2020 to be serving somewhere. Every one of us serving. Some, some folks say, I don't want to serve, I just want to come to church. Okay, That's kind of an immature attitude, but, but God wants us to find a place to serve. But anyway, maybe 2019 you said, it's been a great year, I've been serving it's been an amazing year. Most everyone began 2019 with passion and with good intentions for the future. Some succeeded. Some reached a few of their goals. 
Some of us got knocked down. Some of us uh, made some mistakes. Some of us found out that we were, we were disappointed because we didn't get to the place that we wanted to in 2019. We, maybe we fell a little bit short. But the question is today, the truth of the matter, we've got to be honest where we are right now. There's a lot of people and they can't be honest about anything, all right? As a pastor, I meet people all the time. They say, hey, how's your church doing, you know? How many people you got there on Sunday morning, okay? And most pastors are a little bit evangelistic about it, okay? Because they, they total like the whole month and then they divide like some kind of a factor or something like that and then they come up with some kind of a total that has nothing to do with their normal church, Sunday church attendance or they, they take Easter and Christmas and put them together and divide by two. Say, well, we're running 600 people, you know? Listen, we gotta be honest where we're at right now. You've got to be honest where you are in your relationship with God. You've got to be honest where you are in your relationship with your spouse. You've got to be honest where you are in your maturity today. We, we've got to be honest today. If we're going to get better, we've got to figure out where we are right now. Maybe 2019 wasn't all that we hoped for. But I don't, don't think of 2019 as an end. Okay, but rather December 20, today, this is December 29th, 2019. Okay, this is not the end, all right? This is the beginning. Did you get that? This is the beginning. This is the starting point. You say, Pastor Bob, I'm totally frustrated with my life right now. I'm totally frustrated with, with failed relationships. I'm totally frustrated because I've had so many people disappoint me. So many people have walked out on me. My dreams have never come, come, come to pass. I, I've set goals before. I've made re resolutions before. But listen, I'm here to tell you today that December 29th, 2019 is not the end. This is the starting point. This is the beginning Point. We got to, and if you will be honest with where you are right now, it's a starting point for a brand new year. Okay? And what's even more incredible, it's a starting point for a brand new decade. Can you imagine what you can do in the next 10 years? You say, well, Pastor Bob, I'm waiting for Jesus to come back. Well, so am I, but, but he said this, occupy till I come. Okay? Until, so until he comes... We're going to give it everything we've got. We're going to invest ourselves completely. Can you imagine? Listen, listen, folks. Today, you're sitting in that seat. You've got, over the, over the span of the next 10 years, anything is possible. All right? Now, you'll, you'll never talk to a more realistic person than me. Right, Debbie? Debbie Kelly's here today. This lady's my wife over here. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a realist, okay? A very realistic person. But I will tell you today that, that, it, that if you'll look at this as a starting point and begin to move forward, there's no telling what can happen in 2020, in 2021, and 22, and 23. And really what we're going to do is when we talk about vision, we're, we're going to talk, talk about vision in terms of the, of the decade. That's what we're talking. And we're going to bring some of our young leaders to talk to you about vision over the next decade. But anything is possible. I was working with a guy one time, and uh, I was working in a, in a construction job. I was going through an apprenticeship. 
a sheet metal worker's apprenticeship a long time ago. And there's one of the guys, and uh, he said, you know what? He said, I don't think I'm going to be able to make much money in this career. He said, this isn't really what I'm looking for. He'd already been working there two or three or four years. He's about ready to get out, about ready to graduate. And uh, he said, I think I'm going to do something different. So here's what he did. He went out. He got himself a bachelor's degree, probably in biology. And in about the next eight years, became a physician, became a doctor. He's a doctor to this day in, in Jefferson City, Missouri. And uh, he started with a goal. Listen, I'm not saying you got to become a doctor to be somebody. I'm not saying that you can be a construction worker, you can be a secretary, you can be a clerk at Walmart. But the, but the point I'm making is this. We, we've made too many excuses for yesterday. We said, well, yesterday wasn't what I wanted. Well, listen, forget about yesterday. Yeah, we can think about the mistakes. We can learn something from yesterday. But the Bible tells me in Luke chapter 9, verse 62, any person that puts their hand to the plow and looks back is not fit for the kingdom of heaven. So you, can't, you cannot, you cannot uh, operate your life. You cannot navigate your life looking backwards. we got to look forward. And December 29th, 2019 is not the end of, my friend, this is the beginning. I don't care what's happened. I don't care how many failures you've had in the past. This is a beginning. This is a starting point. And if you will wake up and you will look at this on, on January 1st, 2020 and say, this is the start of a brand new season for me, a new year for me, a new time for me, a new decade for me. And there's nothing that, that with the help and grace and the strength of God, there's nothing that I can't do. Literally nothing that I cannot do. And it's all for the glory of God, all right? So it's a starting point. It's not the end. And God intends for this to be a brand new season in our life. So we've got to determine in 2020, we are proceeding forward. So I ask you the question today, where do you want to go in the new year? What are we hoping for? What are, what are we shooting for? What are we longing for? And you and I have got to figure out where we're at right now. We've got to be honest with ourselves about where we're at right now, and we're going forward. We're going forward, okay? I, I'm, I am not a prosperity preacher, but let me say this. There are some of you that if you have set your heart and mind to it, and do it for the glory of God, there are some of you that could become very wealthy in the next 10 years. I'm, I'm, not, a, I'm, not, a, I'm not trying to lay pr prosperity gospel on. I'm just telling you the truth. If you would begin to apply yourself, there are some of you, you could become spiritually rich. You could become rich in, 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 in material goods. If you do it all for the glory of God, there's no telling. If you realize this, determine where you're at, Determine where your starting point is. Determine where your launching point is, and we're going forward. I'm admitting where I'm at. I might not be happy with where I'm at, okay? Because sometimes we look, Michael, sometimes we look at that, we're not very happy. We say, man, I just, I really missed the mark. I've been, I've just been piddling around. I've been messing around. I know I've done some things I shouldn't have done. I'm not necessarily happy with where I'm at. But I know this, it's a starting point. It's not my grave. This is not my grave. If you've got life on the inside of you, if you're still breathing, it's a starting point. It's the beginning point. 
I got a guy that I visited in a nursing home that's a very good friend of mine who has literally given up on life. And every time I go talk to him, I am praying that one of these days that he's going to rise up out, and he's not, he's not terminally ill. He just decided that he just wants to give up, all right? And I'm hoping that one of these days he'll rise up and say, this is my starting point. This is the place I'm going forward from here. I'm going up from here. In 1999, I had a brain tumor. January 7th, 1999, I had a brain tumor. I had, I had surgery to remove a brain tumor. The surgery took 14 and a half hours. I literally thought I was going to die in the surgery. I told Debbie, I showed her, I said, we got some insurance I've got some stuff here. I got some financial stuff. I, I showed her all that stuff. I literally thought I was going to go in there, get on the operating table, and die. Debbie said, I don't want to hear about all this stuff. I said, I'm telling you anyway. I'm telling you this stuff anyway. And when I came through that surgery, 14-hour surgery, then a recovery room, I went in there at 7 a.m. I finally woke up at 1 a.m. the next day, and Debbie's standing there, patting me on the shoulder. She said, Bob, it's going to be all right. It's going to be all right. And Tim, God spoke a word to my heart. I'm not done with you yet. And there's someone here that needs to hear it. December 29th, 2019 is a starting point. And God is not done with you yet. He ain't done with you yet. <laughs> it's a start. You got to admit where you're at. It's a starting point today. Most important question. What goes does God have for me in 2020? God, God wants us to seek direction from him in everything that we do. The, here's the problem we got, okay? The problem is we make our own plans, and then we try to make proposals to God. Well, God, here's what I got. I'm, 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 I, I never consulted you, God, about this relationship, but God, I'm in this relationship. Now, what do you think about it? All right, and then we're wondering why our relationships fail all the time. We never consulted God in the first place. We never talked to God. We get impatient many times in our relationships. So it's like I got to make something happen. I got I got to take it into my own hands. Uh, There's a couple people that did that. Sarah was trying to have a baby, so she gets a bright idea. My husband and I are very old. I can't have a baby, so I'll have my handmaid come and sleep with my husband. We'll get a baby one way or another. <laughs> and her, her husband was up for it. I, I know I love you, babe, but I guess I'll, I guess, I guess I'll go through with it, you know, if you want me to. <laughs> we try to take the matter into our own hands. And here's what we do in the process. All we do is make a big mess. It's a mess for everyone. It's been a mess. You say, why are they fighting in the, in the Middle East? It's because... Abraham's wife was trying to do something that she thought was good to make a baby and send her handmaid in there to sleep with her husband and they had a child together and that's the reason we've had chaos in the Middle East for the several thousand years. All right? We, we, we've got to go to God. God wants you to consult him for direction in everything you do in your life. You say, I, I want to buy a new home. Have you talked to God about it? All right? I want to start a business. Have, have you talked to God about it? I'm praying about a particular area of, of career path. Have you talked to God about it? 
Have you got direction from God? Have you got clarity from God? What's God saying to you? Admit where you're at and find out the dreams and the plans of God and God will propel you forward today. So who does my plan glorify? Does it glorify me or does it glorify God? Am I trying to build for myself? Am I trying to build a kingdom for myself or am am I trying to grow and increase the kingdom of God? we got to consult God about our plans and move forward. You see, we can make a difference. You can make a difference in 2020. Your testimony matters. There's people right now. Give me, give me five more minutes, all right? There's people today. There's people in 2019 that were watching you. They're, they're watching you in 2019. There's people today and in 2020, there's gonna be, they're going to be watching you your children, your relatives, your friends, your co-workers. People are watching you, and they're looking at you. They're taking cues from you. They're going to be watching you in the coming year. They're going to be watching you in the coming decade. So it really makes all the difference in the world how we live. It makes all the difference in the world how we conduct ourselves. It makes all the difference in the world whether or not our life glorifies ourself or glorifies Jesus Christ. And you can sit there today and you can say, but Pastor Bob, you just don't understand because I don't have a perfect life like you, okay? And I don't have a perfect family like you've got, all right? Friend, I came from a broken home. I came from a broken home. Okay, and so uh, I, I, I know a little bit about it. I lived it. It was my life. I said, my kids know nothing about it, but I knew everything about it, all right? I knew about it. In my heart, if there are those of you, and there's many people in our culture and our society today, and you've come from a broken home, and I certainly understand that, okay? But, but God wants us to move forward. Yes, we've had disappointments. We've had failed relationships, but we're going forward in God. This is not an end. Today is a beginning. So what we got to do is we got to make a note of where we are right now. Where are we in our faith? I'm, I'm closing. You guys can come if you want. Where are we in our family? Where are we in our finances? It's a starting point. We've got to determine our starting point today. And I'll tell you the best starting point is accepting Jesus Christ as our Savior. Because we're not saved by works. We're not saved by giving or paying or buying. We're saved by grace. And so this is a starting point. So if you're here this morning and you did not know Jesus Christ, your personal Savior, I challenge you to accept Christ. In fact, in a a few moments, we're all going to stand and we're going to say the sinner's prayer together because I think there's probably someone here that does not know Christ. And there's someone here today that will accept Christ as their Savior, because God is dealing with you, and God is, the Holy Spirit is, is, is drawing you today, and you realize this, this is my starting point. I'm not necessarily happy with where I'm at, but I know that this is not an end, but rather this is the beginning for great things. And, and, and let me remind you of something I've already said. I want you to think about this. Think about this. When you look at your life, what is the next decade going to bring for me? my friend, it can literally bring anything that you can imagine. But it's going to take some work on your behalf. 
It's going to take some determination on your behalf. It's going to take diligence on your behalf. It's not just going to fall into your lap magically. But rather it comes to pass because we figure out where we're at. And then we begin to chart our course. Will it be easy? No, it's not going to be easy. It's going to be the hardest thing that you've ever done before. And there's going to be a lot of days that you're going to feel like quitting. You're going to feel like giving up. But if you will keep moving forward in God and say, God, first of all, God, show me your dreams and plans. God, show me my purpose in life. And God, I'm moving forward. I'm believing you. I'm I'm going to stop being frustrated. I'm going to stop being frustrated with where I'm at and realize this. I don't have to die right here. You're not going to die right here. Okay? It's a starting point. It's my launching pad. December 29th, 2019. This is my launching pad. My launching pad today. I'm growing in God. I'm learning in God. I'm becoming what He wants me to be. I'm becoming the man that I need to be. I'm becoming the woman that I need to be. So here we are at the end of another year. So let's determine where we are and ask God, say, what, God, where would you have me to go in 2020? God, where would you have me to go? What direction? God, what, what crazy, ridiculous dream do you have for me that seems completely absurd? But God, you're speaking it to my heart and speaking it into my soul. And God, I'm going to get up and I'm going to begin to take the steps to bring that dream to a reality with your help, with your strength, with your grace, I am going to move forward in those things. Yeah, I've, I've experienced bankruptcy. I've experienced failure. I've experienced uh, backsliding. But God, those things are over. Those days are over. Those disappointments are over. This is my starting point. This is my launching point. December 29th, 2019, my starting point. God. Amen. Would you stand with me today? Stand with me if you would. Here, I I want us to just pray this corporate prayer today. If you would, pray it. I know that most of you know Christ, your personal Savior, but let's pray together because I think that there's someone here today that would accept Christ and maybe as they hear you pray, it will inspire them. Maybe they're a little bit nervous. The Holy Spirit is dealing with with them. The Holy Spirit is drawing them to salvation this morning. But as as we pray this prayer together, there will be those that will accept Christ today. And this is a starting point, knowing Christ our personal Savior. Let's pray today. Say these words, if you would. Repeat after me. Heavenly Father, thank you for giving your son Jesus. He was born as a baby. He grew up, became a young man. He lived a sinless, perfect life. He gave his life upon the cross. He rose from the grave on the third day. He ascended to your right hand. And today, Heavenly Father, I accept Jesus as my personal Savior. I accept Jesus and make Him the Lord of my life. 
I believe he died upon the cross for my sins. I believe he rose from the grave. I believe today he sits in heaven as my Savior, as my Redeemer, as my soon coming King. Thank you for saving my soul. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Would you give the Lord a hand clap of praise today? He's worthy. He's worthy. Worthy, worthy, worthy is the Lamb. God bless you this morning.